0: Or, uh, oh, you like them, uh, Hello and welcome to a new episode of our Carlotta's po- podcast Not our podcast uh, We're currently in uh, the middle of Morocco um, I have no clue as to what our exact location is But we've just seen a lot of apples And today, today we're going to talk about um, what, our, what we were most What was the question again Mariana?
1: I thought about what is the most impressive thing we have seen so far or felt so far since we're in Morocco. And yeah, now the question goes on you. Do you have yet an answer?
2: um hi to the three people that are listening i will introduce to you my special guests today to my right there is sitting sabine that's renske not your right, maria
3: but that's not your right. <laughs> and
2: she's sitting on my left actually <laughs> on my behind to my right is in fact sitting miliana mark germany and to the right of Mejana, which means to my di- diagonal behind is sitting Sophia. And she also has a last name, <laughs> which I don't know. <laughs> and um, Sabine has kindly volunteered to start this conversation. <laughs> because we don't know what we're talking about. So, enjoy.
3: Okay, so to further maybe explain why we're doing this... We are in the bus, in Morocco, on our way to the desert. We are with a few of our housemates and 200 other people, almost, Um, and we are here for five days and we are going to see a lot of stuff and we want to talk about our impressions what we found most exciting um, up to now and things we've noticed so I think to start what was our first like well first of all the trip on our way to Morocco was exhausting awful and I never want to do it again (laughs) So, (laughs) Um, yes that was not fun so to be honest on the first day I can give a lot of detail because I uh, mentally wasn't really there but the thing that we all noticed was that here five times a day you hear the I guess like prayer alarm. of the Islam and a <laughs> alarm of, the <laughs> Islam. of Islam and it alarm, <alarm>. Let me make my point. You
2: really do good
3: spank. Go and I'm um, you hear it five times a day and it's very, you know, you can't really ignore it. It's really there all throughout the cities. So we were kind of debating whether it's a good thing or a bad thing because Mariana, she already mentioned that um, it could be a really good reminder of your faith and your belief system and also your norms and values and how that's connected to your faith but also because it's so often every day you could be kind of I guess mm, how would you say that manipulated or it's very indoctrinated is that a word Doctrine. yeah um, because there's no escaping of it you you know you have to hear it every da- time and maybe your thoughts could convert to the way that they talk or they think. So we were wondering if it was a good thing or a bad thing. And now Carlotta has something to say as well. (laughs) Yes, I just
2: thought that this might actually also connect to politics because this is how politics works, no? Like you indoctrinate stuff. Well, I will let Sofia say something to that because she actually studies political sciences. But I will just continue with my thought. I think that when you say something... Every day, when it's everywhere, when you see the posters, when there's elections, that like it, when you can't escape something, I never know if you can still say that's your free will, because what in the end is your free will, when you're so, I don't know, when you're so exposed to something, can you then decide freely to what extent is it still free will, and I will give
0: the word to Sophia, our expert in <coughs> politics it like you your thought, <laughs> <it>. <laughs> um, so what I think is very interesting um, the, that in a lot of uh, countries that are in northern Africa um, the dictators that are in place or that were in place a lot of the times um, use a strict Islamic regime um, and the Islamic doctrine to impose their values which has also obviously happened in Europe with a church, because that imposes a set of norms and values, as Sabina said already, onto the people to kind of control them to make sure that they obey to the law of the religion. And I think that's definitely what is happening in Morocco.
1: Okay, first of all, I have okay, I have two things to, to say. The first thing is a question, so I don't. Really understand because we don't have like the system in Germany or in Christian countries, so we don't hear a voice. I mean, maybe we have some radio reports or something about the Christianity, or about the Bible, but then it's like a special hour, and yeah, you sh- I mean, we're not forced to hear it. So maybe you can explain that a little more concrete on an example or something. I hope I did get you right. And then the other thing is. I think it's important to say that we don't know what they are actually saying, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, we're talking about it <laughs> and I just want to say it because I mean the only thing I know is Al is is like God is great yeah. and yeah that's it but I think they say even more and I would like to know that before talking about that kind of
0: but I mean we're in the middle of it so <laughs> let's keep going on. The thing is that, um, I don't know if I understood your question correctly but in the Catholic Church. Um, like in a, do you mean why we don't have it today no I mean I, I think
1: you said that um, it's the same for us that we're kind of forced to hear about religion no and
0: I, meant like, I meant like in the middle ages ah. that one I didn't get okay because I wanted to say like now most European countries are secularized so we do not have religion imposed in our laws and our politics and here it still is okay. so I will give the floor to submit yeah that was when I wanted to comment on as
3: well because here politics and the religion are so infused with each other that there is no, no one without the other and I think because of that maybe also the core values and core like ideas of Islam kind of fade away <coughs> because the dictators or the rulers of this country just use the, the religion in order to gain their power maybe. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong but no, that's, that's kind of what I'm assuming. Um, so I feel like um, because of that, maybe also the ideas of what this religion entails is kind of shifted because it's very much in tied with their politics. But Colota wanted to say something as well.
2: Well, and I agree with all of that. And I thought, well, maybe in that sense you could actually also connect it to Europe or to, well, I don't know, Germany because what is happening with the church right now. So basically the church is also... I mean, church in Germany is an employer, so you can either be employed by the state or by the church. So that also makes it really fused. Like, I like religion is an institution, it's not only faith. And I think, I, especially in Germany, I can talk about much else because I, I live in Germany, but <coughs> Mayana can, so I will pass that in a second. But that's what I'm saying, that actually it is kind of imposed because the church is making more religion than it is doing faith right now i feel like that it's not it's not very open it's yeah it's an interesting constitution so i think that's very dangerous always when politics and uh, church are fusing into some kind of thing so mayana mark has something else
1: to say to that so, if the church is more like making religion, not living religion, I don't know. Uh, that makes no sense. But I now I'm imagining it, like if they say we are religious and act like everything is about, I don't know. Yeah, they do not act like that. But it's all about power and it's all about like donations and stuff. I don't know. But I mean, we definitely can like separates religion from the church and I think it's still a good thing if you believe in something or do you if you have your religion and want to live like your religion is and it, you're always free to not connect it to like a church but that's definitely a different thing here so if you're really like a Muslim then you go to the mosque and the mosque and you pray like many times a day and I think you're not really yeah you're not just free to decide whether you want to live or you, like that or you you do not li- want to live that like that and yeah I don't know it's just like a really interesting thing to feel I think I mean it's kind of everywhere when I go to the streets here I, I, I think it feels absolutely different and it's my first time in an Arabic country and I don't know it's like you can feel it is an absolutely different culture and yeah, okay. Here yeah, are some hands, um, hands in the air. So who, who wants? I, I think who was the first one? Sabine was the first one. I've just, I just had a question because
3: um, the Netherlands is quite non-religious, right? Like yeah. in this day and age. So I was just wondering, is Germany like how? Is Germany very religious still, or is that has that like died down? Well, I, for my part, I think it's uh, decreasing rapidly
2: because, one side, because of the role the church is, church is playing, because I know a few people in my environment that uh, started leaving the church, because in the end, if you're not completely religious, that's what I was also going to say, like, yes... In Germany, or something, you can also separate religion, your religion, from the power religion. But I think when you're not that into religion, for you, it's just that one religion. It's just that church is also power, and you don't see the individual part of religion anymore because it's like so, I don't know, so so much in power. And um, I think in Germany, it's dying down because most people are just in church because maybe they wanted to, or many people because they wanted to marry in church or want to be buried on a. Um, cemetery in a religious cemetery but um,
1: want to, to, to go to kindergarten that's so absurd
2: yes actually yeah and um, they just get out of church because they only have to pay <laughs> pay taxes so it's ah it's really interesting but I think it's going back especially in the new generation but I not sure
1: yeah it's like decreasing, but um, I think you definitely can live your religion without the church. I don't know, maybe I didn't get that wrong, but yeah, yeah, yeah. right, I mean, um, but yeah, so I think there are still many people who believe, but they do not connect it with the church. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's why I mean, I have a very Christianic uh, past, <laughs> so I have some Christian friends. Maybe it's just about my bubble, but. but, <laughs> but yeah, but then it for statistics it basically doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's absolutely <laughs> true. But I don't want I mean we cut off. Yeah, Never. we cut ca- we cut off here because you wanted to say something, right, yes. Sophia? Okay.
0: Yeah. Or I wanted to actually um say something about the thing that you said three times, three things before. But um no, yes, no, doesn't matter. You said something like that you felt like religion was everywhere here. And I have to say that I did not feel that, that much at all, which surprised me. I mean, obviously women wear headscarves a lot of the times and you see the mosques. Uh, but when you enter the stores, when you enter the restaurants, there's pictures of the king. There's pictures, I think it's the king or of the president. I think the king. Um, that's who we see the picture of. Um, I feel like... Um, that was so weird that they had like a a picture frame of 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 a king or of a person um, everywhere so I think that the politics are more idealized and here that is a very
2: interesting question doesn't that show very well that Religion is so much connected to politics because they will probably say that leader is um, elected by God like he's um, God chosen so Yes,
3: and
1: for that we will
3: give an applause (laughs) With that being said we're going to get some snacks some bottled water and we're gonna go to the toilet
0: See you later. Bye. Bye